0: Hey everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. I want to thank you for joining me for the latest installment of Modern Heathen Man. Um, I'm sitting here with my wife, Kelly. Hello. And we are going to turn to Modern Heathen Man today, once again, on Asatru 101. Um, I keep revisiting this specific thing because I think it's so important for people to understand truly how easy it is to get into Asatru and move forward, and not to mention, this is sparked by a lot of questions I've been having lately on my group, and just in general from people from the outside. So, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself a mug, grab yourself a glass, grab some cider, some mead, or some coffee, grab some tea, or just some plain water, and join us for Modern Heathen Man. So, a lot of the questions I've been getting lately are surrounding very specific topics. Um, hi, I'll, I'll give you an idea of one. Hi, I'm new to Satru. Me and my wife slash girlfriend or friend are just getting into it. Um, we've been looking up all this information on this and all this information on that. Um, we can't seem to find specific information on blank. Okay, And it's usually something very in-depth or something so minutiae it's just... Not even needed to be focused on in the beginning, but people are focusing on it um, <clears throat> case in point guy what's the name of the month that we're in what what month would it be, and what are the days for you know heathens? do we have different days? Do we have different months um what what are the exact holidays um what day is specifically this gonna happen on? I can't find a bloat for My Uncle Charlie, who was a blank. All these different things, and I don't mean to say this. I mean, they're important. Don't get me wrong. But they're so pinpointed and focused on that one thing that they can't find that they forget about all the other stuff that's there and how easy it really is. So, I want to focus on how easy it is today to get into a Satru, to begin doing bloats, Or ceremonies or rituals how important it is to have pieces for your altar and what those pieces can and should be and just basically how to start I feel like a lot of people focus on the wrong place when they're starting out and they're focused on a place that is so small that they miss the big picture okay so, true Truisatru, heathenry, or Norse paganism, is a personal religion. It's one that deals with us personally. But it's also a very group-oriented religion because we share some things. We share what goes on in the world around us. Um, we share what happens in the things in our personal home with those we live with. And we share what happens outside our home with the people that we work and deal with daily. So the question is, how do we bring a Satru into our life, or heathenry or Norse paganism, all the same, they're all interchangeable. How do we bring that into our lives? How do we do, and how do we stop focusing on specific things? Now, I will say, nine times out of ten, people have seen someone in this path, and they believe them to be cool, unique, different, they find something that that person does, and they want to do that. So they may find a peace of mind of someone from Asatru and say, man, I really want that. Or they may find the giving, caring side of it and say, you know, I want to emulate that, and I want to be that kind of a person. So they then begin looking into Asatru and begin wanting to be a satru heathen, Norse pagan, because they see that. But I believe they focus on just that one piece and don't go beyond that piece. And they're so hyper-focused on it that they don't realize how easy it is to bring that into their lives. Question is, is it important to know when the holidays are?
1: I think it's somewhat important. But the the nice thing about our holidays is they're kind of movable. I right. mean, they're not... It's not Christmas Day where it's set on a certain day. It's right. not Thanksgiving where it's set on a certain day. You can move our holidays to accommodate your schedule a little mm-hmm. bit more freely than you can with...
0: Other holidays.
1: Our set... Christian holidays. Christian holidays.
0: Right, right. So with that said, I mean, we, you know, we celebrate our holidays like, you know, what if Yule falls on a Tuesday... You know, when everybody is at work, like my work, my wife, she works at Walmart. That Tuesday, she will not be able to have off. She will not have off until the 25th of December. That's just the way it is. They block out certain days at work. They block out certain times at work. And they make sure that those things are not available to take off because they need people at work. We understand that. What if you're a doctor or a nurse or somebody who works in the care field where you can't take that day and do with it what you like. So we then celebrate it on another day. And unlike other people, we're given the benefit by our gods of them just understanding that we're celebrating it when we can. And them enjoying the veneration rather than them saying, oh, you didn't do it on the 25th of December when I was supposedly born. So I'm not taking your veneration. That's not going to happen. It doesn't work that way for us. So I think that you know we hyper focus on specific things, and later on it's important to know these holidays, and later on it's important to do this. But let's begin the focus on the beginning. Okay? So the first thing you do when you become a heathen is everyone runs out and buys a Thor's hammer. Everyone runs out and buys some runes. Everyone runs out and buys, you know, a horn. <laughs> we don't need all these things. Um, we want them. And later on, they become important to our worship and important to our representation of our worship. But they're not needed in the beginning. In the beginning, all that's needed is for you to want to talk to the gods, you to want to talk to your ancestors, or you to honor the warriors who came before us and the warriors that are there it's really simple really different because in Christianity there's this way to do this and there's this way to just be part of this thing and this is how you pray and this is how you do this for us, veneration of the gods is us just talking to the gods now I'm not saying disrespect the gods and say like, hey Thor, what up dude how you doing bro (laughs) it doesn't work that way You know, we come before Thor and we say, Thor, God of thunder, holder of the hammer, savior of men, doer of deeds, slayer of the giants. I'm coming to you today because I need your strength. I need your ways that you do things. I need you to help me be a better person through strength. I have this thing coming up. I feel weak. And I need your strength to do this. I I need the understanding. Or Odin, keeper of wisdom, bringer of the runes, person who understands all, all father. Today, I need your wisdom. I need you to help me today to be wise in my decisions, to bring me better decision making, to let me look at all sides of something before I make the final decision. That's how we come before our gods. We don't just treat them with disrespect. We treat them with respect. But, and you don't have to do it that way. You could just be like, All Father, I need your help today. I feel like I'm stumbling through life. I feel like I'm stumbling through things. Just please help me make better decisions. That there, that small little piece is you speaking to Odin you asking him to help you—that's the beginning of a satru. That simple. That just real simple little piece there. With that, we get into offerings. What do we offer the gods? Well, that oh, I was going
1: to say. I was going to mm-hmm. say, coming from a different kind of perspective, I'm a little bit more eclectic than Joe is. Um, most pagan writers, most pagan authors, most pagan people will tell you you are the most important tool that there is. Your intention, your will, your dedication are more important than any physical object. Right. It's more about the intention and the dedication that you have within within yourself to honor the gods than any piece of... Any any horn, any Thor's hammer, anything like that will ever be is to be focused and to give up yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's to what I was getting gods. at. It's like offerings, I was going to say the first offering that we ever offer the gods is ourself and our time. They know that time is worth money to us. They know that time is, you know, to us worth the most. Because of the society we live in, they they see where we live. You know, they're part of the society we live in. Our ancestors understand the same thing. So if we ever have downtime and we're able to give that to the gods and sacrifice that time over something else, that is a sacrifice. We have to look at sacrifices as being um, a meaningful thing that's worth something. And in today's society, time is money. I, I don't mean to say it any different than that, but that's really what it is. So... That's the first sacrifice you make. As you get more into a satru, you learn about other sacrifices, like you know, giving goat, lamb, or um, sheep meat to um, to Thor, or, or chocolate to Freya, or gold to Frigg. You, you know, all these different things come later. What you have to focus on in the beginning is just to start the rituals, the time, the honored practice of being a satru. So focus on meditation. I mean, meditation is something that can be taught, but if you spend five minutes a day focusing on Thor or Odin or just the gods in general, reading a story about them, there's plenty of books out there that you can get that have all the old folk tales and stuff in them. Um, for free online, you can get Padra Colum's... Um,
1: Children, of, Children Odin. of Odin. That's on our podcast, too. If you yeah. look back through. Um, yeah, you can listen
0: to it on our podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, all these things are really simple. And as far as patron gods go, you know, I've discussed this before. I don't believe in patron gods. I don't believe in you focusing on one god. This is my own personal belief system. And, I mean, you can follow it if you want. Just food for thought. If you focus on one of your parents or grandparents more than the other, what are the chances that the other parent is going to go ahead and give you favor? It's not very big. It's not very huge. But they may still give you favor. So I don't focus on one specific god. I venerate all the gods usually. Or if there's a specific bloat to that one god, I go ahead and I you know, focus on that for that day. And do the things for that god that day.
1: As where where I come from it a little bit differently, where I do feel like I have a patron God that favors me a little bit more than others, but that doesn't mean that I don't talk to all the gods.
0: Right. And you know, I, I always you know tell people, be careful of what you do, because if you favor one God over the others, when you come to the other God... Let, let's give you for instance, okay? Say I focus on Hemdol more than anybody else. Now, Hemdol I say that because... Hemdall and I have a small relationship in the sense that sometimes he comes to me and tells me things. With that said, he knows I don't venerate him more than others, but I will venerate him when he does tell me something, and I don't hold it back until then. It's not like that either. So he'll come and tell me something, and I'll thank him for it. I'll venerate him for it the next day. Maybe a couple days down the road, I'll venerate him for something else, Um But if I go from him and I need air to help me to, like, say my wife's sick or my kid's sick or I'm sick and I want healing and I want the doctors to have better decision-making in my healing process, what are the chances that air is ever going to do anything for me if I've never venerated air? You know, to me, that's very slim to be like, oh, you know me now when you need something, but not when you don't need it. You don't give me anything before this and i'm not saying that they won't but what i'm saying is they're more apt to do that if you've honored them Mm -hmm. you know or honor the gods in general rather than just one specific god consistently um there are specific people who just stay with one god and they're very happy and i'm more power to you seriously i mean if that's making your life good then great honestly but for me It's venerating the gods in general because I need different gods for different things at different times. So that's the way I look at that. As far as rituals go, um, rituals are really simple. I used to have this little card, and I don't know what happened to it. I used to have a little prayer for every day.
1: We have it on the podcast, too. Yeah, it's on
0: the the podcast, um, the prayer I used to do in the morning. You know, if you start with that every morning, I started my boys with that, and every morning they would just take this card and read off the thing, and we'd I'd light some incense, we'd have a little offering bowl where we'd give something you know and it doesn't have to be a great big bowl. I mean we got ours from the second hand shop, it's a wooden bowl for
1: twenty five cents yeah for
0: twenty five cents <laughs> I mean it doesn't have to be you know massively great the the sacrifice is the altar space you're giving in your home to build for them a space for them to be in. For them to be honored in your home that everyone can see. I mean, you're showing everybody who they are and what they mean to you.
1: Well, and even if you can't have an obvious altar, you can do something. A, a right. small incense, an offering bowl or something. Mm-hmm. that everybody, Everybody has something similar to that in their house. Yeah. You can do something that's not going to make it obvious that it's an altar space
0: yep and you know even the days of the week like if you just want to honor the god for the day of the week just get into the idea of doing a small ritual for them like today is friday where i live so today is either frigg's day or freya's day so we're gonna either honor Frigg or freya today um one of the things i do is i got tattoo pens and every once in a while i'll tattoo the name of the god on my hand so i don't remember, don't forget them through the day, and I remember that's their day. But as far as days go, we got um, Suni Day, which is Sunday, Moni's Day, which is Monday, Tears Day, which is Tuesday, Odin's Day, which is Wednesday, Thor's Day, which is Friday uh, Thursday, and Frig or Freya's Day, which is Friday. Saturday was traditionally Lager Dogger or Laundry Slash Wash Day, <laughs> so we can go ahead and honor those days specifically. Um, And even in that, the wisdom of one day being for yourself is important. Self-care is definitely important. And in Heathenry or Satru, self-care day is a day that I usually tend to read stories about the gods. Things that will help build me and build my relationship with them. Um, I'm doing it for myself. So we could do those things, just small rituals like, uh, you know, hail frig on her day today, the day that this, or, you know, say some things nice about Frigg or say some things nice about Freya, light some incense, and then move on. It doesn't have to be a great long thing, just as long as we begin practicing. Um, As we move forward from there, we can begin practicing outside. I tend to feel the gods more outside than I do inside. Um, I feel that they're more welcoming when they're outside and again it doesn't have to be great things for your altar it could just be a small little tree stump that you throw a little um bowl
1: of water and yeah. bread on i mean it, yeah
0: feed the feed nature yeah and honor you know nature and honor this that or the other thing honor the whites that are around you the innengarden and the garden whites and they like people. sweets yeah they like <laughs> sweets but honor them i mean they help you throughout the day Then as you begin to go farther and farther in the heathenry and you begin to become more comfortable with the things you're doing, then start focusing on specific things. I've always said this is a religion of learning, that we never stop learning, that we always continue to learn. There is more than enough books out there for us to learn different things from, but take it slow, take it light, take it easy, take it to where you're comfortable learning, not where it becomes overwhelming or frustrating because that's when we're going to give up. That's when we're going to look at it and go, is this really worth it? The answer for me to tell you is yes, it's worth it because the benefit I get from it is outweighs the frustration that I had in the beginning. But now I'm telling you you don't have to be frustrated like that. If I would have taken it slower in the beginning, I would have been happier in the beginning. I'm just saying that, not that I'm not happy now, but I've learned. I've learned to take it slow, I've learned to take it light, I've learned to take it easy. I've learned to Find that feeling when one of the gods is talking to me and use it. Right. So, but it takes time to get there and it takes patience to get there. It takes repetition to get there. It takes practice to get there and it takes learning to get there. So, a lot of times people ask me a question and, you know, we're usually really quick to give the answer, but I don't always give the full answer. I'll give a piece of an answer and let them look the rest up. Because it's important for them to learn it themselves and have that personal, I did it moment than it or is for me to just tell that them.
1: Aha, uh-huh, or I found yeah. it, or yep. this is the moment that I know that this is right.
0: Right. So let's go back to the beginning, a Satra 101. It's real simple. All you want in your altar at the beginning is some kind of offering bowl, some kind of cup. And what you're going to say, maybe you want to write it down beforehand, something that represents the god. It could just be a printout, if you will, of Odin or Thor or Freya or Frigg. You know, just something to represent that. That's what
1: we did for our kids' first altar. They chose which gods they wanted on their altar, and we just printed out. Pictures we found on the net for Mm -hmm. them as representatives of the gods.
0: For outside, I did little painted rocks. I did little rocks with the painted symbol of each of the gods on it. And I take that with me and I set it on the altar out there to represent the god. Um, Different things like that. I mean, it's really simple. You don't have to spend a fortune on an altar to start out with. I mean, it could just be a normal cup. It could be a normal bowl. It could be a normal rock that you just, you know, with a sharpie, wrote the name of the god on.
1: Or a, a rune that you associate yeah. with, or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything more than you want it to be.
0: Right. Um, the other stuff will come. I mean, you'll you'll buy a Thor's hammer eventually. You'll buy runes eventually. I think I have, like, seven sets of runes in my house now.
1: Um, something, like know, something like that. Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah. You know, some I've lost, some of them I have, some of them I don't know where they are, but I know I have them. So, for the most part, I have my favorite set of runes that I use, my second favorite set, and so on and so forth, but those things will come, honestly they will, but in the beginning take it light, take it easy, so you have your little altar, with your little bowl, your little rock, what you're going to say on a piece of paper, you're going to sit there, you're going to listen, you're going to do your little ritual that you have, just say what you have to say, talk to the gods like you you know, would normally talk to like a father figure or something, tell them what you need, tell them what you want. Make your sacrifice. Um, it could be me, It could be, who knows, it could be your coffee for the morning. Be like, you know, every day I have coffee, but I'm going to sacrifice it to the gods. Today. I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to let them have it today because I want to show them that, you know, even though I think I need this every single day, I'm going to give them what I need mm-hmm. rather than me keeping it. You know, little things like that, those things are so important and people don't realize how little they are, but how big they are. So we don't have to be extravagant at first. Like I said, it could just be a stump in your yard, it could be a little table that you have out there, it could be in your house on a table, it could be your coffee table in the morning. Whatever you want it to be, set up as your altar, you know, have it as your sacred space for that few moments, say what you gotta say, light an incense, light a candle, do whatever you like, just get in the habit of doing it. Once you're in the habit of doing it, stuff will become more and more and more easy, If you have other people in your family, like a wife and kids that you want to go ahead and have join in, do that. Show them how easy it is. Be like, look, this is how easy this is. This, you know, makes my day and this is what I do. Just move forward with it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be put off by it. Don't be overwhelmed by it. And use it to your advantage. I mean, we all have a few moments in a day. Even if you're driving and you set up the altar on the seat next to you. (laughs) <laughs> While you're driving and you talk. We don't have to close our eyes. We're not Christians. No,
1: we we have done things like that yeah. before, though. When we're traveling or something, you know, we'll we'll sit there and we'll we'll do a podcast. Or we'll sit there and we'll just, you know, kind of meditate toward the gods and yeah. stuff like that. We have done, you know, taking that little bit of time in, in a traffic jam or, you know, just talking to each other or mm-hmm. something like that just for a few minutes. We've, yep. we've, we've done some pretty interesting things yep. to venerate the gods. Yeah, one of
0: my favorite things is to talk to other people about the gods Like while I'm out doing something. My Thor's hammer is always a a piece of conversation. I, I don't know why, but it is. Whenever, oh, you got a Thor's hammer. That's so cool. We're like, yeah, I'm Norse pagan. Are you? And they're like, what? What do you mean Norse pagan? Well, I actually worship the... Viking gods of Thor and Odin, and you know, and of course, you know, we we can't negate that Vikings are what bring people to our religion, honestly. But when they get more in depth in the wit, and they begin to learn, it becomes nice because then you're, you know, you're sacrificing your time to build the gods up. Somebody else that might believe in them,
1: you mm-hmm. know what
0: I mean? And it means a lot to them. It really does. I I don't know how to explain it better than that. I mean, I see blessings all the time from my podcast. You know, just bringing more people on and bringing more people through and teaching more people about the gods and what they mean to me and what they mean to you and
1: well, I how think, to begin venerating Well, I think them. we're lucky, too, at this point in time um, because we have resources like mm. this podcast. Um, YouTube is a great resource to sit and, you know, play a YouTube video um, while you're driving to listen yeah. to... Um, somebody's Norse stories, or um, somebody's Mall or
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Last night, while I was waiting for you to come out to work, I waited an hour for Kelly to get to work. Last night, <laughs> I listened to, to uh, Children of Odin. You know, I listened to the story of them building the wall around Asgard and things like yeah, we that. We have you know?
1: audiobooks and apps that you can yep. find that are the mall or the runes as a study guide, or yeah. any number of things that. You know, that make it easy to learn, to understand, yeah. to Yeah,
0: we're really lucky. We could build a huge library today have a Satru books and everything and else. Not and not have
1: to pay for it.
0: Right, and not <laughs> have to pay for it. I mean if you go to um actually maybe I'll do that on the um the group. I'll start putting files on there of all the different books. But they're available to everybody. I mean, just LibriVox has open books for everybody. The Library of Congress, you could get almost any book today for free on and we just have this wealth of information that's available to us, but again, take it slow. Don't hyper focus on one specific thing, and worry about that. What you should be hyper focused on is your relationship with the gods, and how you move forward slowly rather than quickly. Right. Um, just that's that's all I have to say. In reality, I mean, just bring it forward. Push yourself to do it a little bit. And eventually you'll get in the habit of doing it. And it'll be nice. You'll learn that you know venerating the gods is not so hard. Coming up with bloats is not so hard. Coming up with rituals is not so hard. Um, like I said, there's a wealth of information out there for you. A lot of times it's just easier to ask than it is to look. But believe me when I say looking is the way. Because when you find it, it becomes more real to you. And I've said before, like... The answer to me is not always the answer for you, and the answer for you is not always the answer for me. This is a very personal path that we're on. We all have our own ancestors, and we all have our own people that you know, drive us and have made us who we are. And in doing so, we it makes it very personal to us. So as we search, maybe our ancestors are going to guide us a certain way, or maybe the gods that we're venerating at the time are going to guide us a certain way. And the way that I'm guided is not always, um, you know, my, my guiding may be too deep for some people as your guiding may be too deep for me at that time. So with that said, we have to go slow. We have to go at our pace and understand that it's our path and it's our moving forward. Now, with that said, when we get together with like our kindreds and stuff or if we're forming a kindred, of people that are believers, that's a totally separate bag of stuff. Um, Kindreds are great. I loved worshipping with other people. I loved swapping stories of things happening. I loved hearing how they were doing the things that they were doing, and we were doing the things that we were doing. And it just really opened up a whole new world to the whole idea of satru heathenry, Or Norse paganism, Um, but it was celebrated in small groups like that. Small villages would have, you know, their get-togethers in in the past, and each village would have their own little things that they did, and that's where we want to be. We want to be that. Um, We don't want to shun what other people do as wrong. We don't want to say that this is incorrect or that's incorrect, because to everybody's path there is a way. Or everybody's way. There's a path, if you will. Um, there are certain things that are, you know, kosher and unkosher and things like that. And but we won't get into all that right now because that's really deep. But for the one-on-one, all you have to do is just start doing um, today. Just start today. Just you know, talk to one of the gods and just say whatever's going on in your life you need help with. Maybe your first study is which God takes care of what. I mean, if you're looking for specific things in your life, you'll want to see which God takes care of that and maybe venerate that God for the day. you know, or if that's not your cup of tea right now, go ahead and just venerate the God for the day. You know Today is Friday, like I said, pick Frigg or Freya and venerate them today and just you know start to do the things that are need to be done for the religion.- mm-hmm. Any other import, Kelly? I don't think so. Okay, well, I believe I've taken enough of your time today. It's been 30 minutes. <laughs> so with that said, I, I don't want to say our session's over and make you all laugh. But really, I didn't want to take up too much of your time today. But it's something that's important. It's something I felt like needed to be said. Um, I just find a lot of people stumbling. And I'm worried because they're looking too hard for that thing that's right in front of them.
1: Oh, I do I do want to say that so. I think sometimes you need to find something to celebrate in every day too. Right. Um that for some reason helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it may not be veneration of the gods, but there's always something good that happens during a day even if you're having a bad day. There's always something to celebrate. Right. Um and if you can find that one good thing in a day, sometimes that's enough. Right. To get you through the day. So um, we have two things to celebrate today. This is just yep. kind of on a side note. Um, our older son graduated boot camp today. He's actually a soldier. He's, he's a he warrior a, today. We're going to venerate him tomorrow. You can venerate people in your life, too. That's one of the things I was going to say. Um but we're gonna venerate him tomorrow with a big bonfire. Yep. Because he finally accomplished a goal that he set out for himself and yep. became an adult and did this on his own. And then our younger son has taken it upon himself to learn how to cook. Um, the other night he made spaghetti by himself. Yep. And then today he made peanut butter cookies from scratch. For the first time, by himself.
0: Better than moms. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everything is better than moms. Um, but <laughs> but he's doing things on his own, taking the initiative. And it may seem something, like something small that he did that today. But he's 11 years old, and that's a pretty big accomplishment for an 11-year-old to say, I want to bake cookies, and I'm going to do it myself, and I don't need any help doing it. So. Right.
0: It's really big. So we look at those things each day. We venerate those things. We honor those things. Honor people in your life that do the things that you feel are honorable. Um, Sometimes I'll get online and I'll see, like, one of my Asatru friends did something, and I'll just hail them for it, you know, like, hail you for doing blank. Hail so-and-so for doing blank. Because it's important that we recognize the good around us. And, you know, it's part of our rituals to assemble, where we can hail people, you know, under oaths and boasts. Those boasts are important. Those boasts build our community better and show people that we see what they do and how they do it and how good it is. So those are the other things. But like I said, take it slow. Take it light. Take it easy. Learn, learn, learn. And when you're done learning, pick up a book and learn a little bit more. Right. So write your own book. You never know. (laughs) Um, so I'm getting ready to do that. I've been saying this for about a year now. I really want to write a Godar training program. But I want it to be recognized by a lot of different places as the true training. But other than that, I want to hail you for listening to Modern Heathen Man, taking the time to be a better heathen. I want to hail you for taking the time to be a better person. And I want to hail the gods for helping me bring myself to you and them to you. So... Thank you for joining me for Molly and He's Man. Yeah. Say goodbye, Kelly. Bye. Have a good day, guys.